I'm wearing no. crotchless panties. No, I'm recording the podcast. Oh, good. This is the live podcast. Hey, Frank's not here yet. Fuck it. Let's do a theme song since he's not here. He'll be here in about 20 minutes. Uh, he usually shows up oh. at 7.03 or 7.05. Sorry, guys. I was just really tired. I fell asleep. And Thanks for joining I us, guess. Shaq. I appreciate you joining. I know you're busy. Oh, yeah. I was real better. I was singing LeBron James. You do commercials for fucking everything now. I'll do my insurance commercials. You got insurance? The general's got insurance for you. He also does an ink uh, printer commercial. Really? The inkjet or the, the refillable ink. And then he also he started doing Papa John's commercials. Really? Yeah. I think I've seen a Papa. Maybe I've seen the Papa John commercials. And I think he still does his Icy Hot. I'm not sure. I got my Icy Hot and my Papa John's. I'm okay. So what do you want to hear for theme songs? Uh, Simpsons. Great Caesar's ghost of talking Krusty doll. I'm Krusty the Clown, and I love you very much. That doll is evil, I tells you. Evil! Evil! Bordering in Wonderland, the Twilight Zone review. I'm Krusty the Clown, and I don't like you. <laughs> I'm Krusty the Clown, and I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Didn't even pull the string that time. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW The Twilight Zone Review, episode 253. We watched The Night Gallery, 219C, Dead Weight. I'm Phoenix West. Dick Dickhead. We are Frankless. He's probably going to miss this episode because it's going to be quick. Yeah, because I just want to get out of the way and get over with because Jack Laird again. I will say this is our best Jack Laird episode, though. I would agree. This is the best Jack Laird episode ever. And I don't think it's going to get any better from this because it was... It had a beginning, middle, and end, and there's a point to it. Yeah. It was a cute little little yeah. seven-minute sketch. and I mean... It had the, the it, grandpa from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. I, I, it makes me wonder if, if Jack Laird is a good writer. It's just they forced him to do a minute-long segment a couple times. I'm going to say no. This one wasn't bad. The writing was fine. It was very Twilight Zone. Like It was based on a short story, though. Yeah. So there you go. It makes you He's wonder. He's a good adapter. Know. That's mostly what they do on the show. Yeah. I don't know. Did, did Jack Lair do a long-form episode, though? Yeah, I did a few, did, I believe. Did we see those, though? Did we watch those yet? Oh, uh, Let's take a look. I can't remember. That is a great I blocked question. them out. Uh, let's go down to the 70s to find him. Oh, I went too far. I'm in the 60s. Where the fuck is... Oh, my where's God. Oh, this is producer. Let's go to writer. All right, this is exciting. Okay, so he wrote 16 episodes. Yeah, he wrote a lot of long-form episodes. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure we've seen one. We had to have seen one by now. We watched How to Cure the Common Vampire. We watched... Um, Terrible. Dead Weight today. That was and good. Frank, just one second. We watched... and uh, No, no, we haven't watched a full one yet. No, okay, well... We've only done like two full episodes of... Uh, of this, so I mean, hi Frank. Yo, what's going on? So they, yeah, this is this is another Jack Laird one. Uh, it's got more going on. There, he. What does he love about that line of "couldn't hurt"? Was that in this one? Yes, because he also offers him a share, and he goes, "couldn't hurt." Okay, I was like, was that a callback to? His- I think it was. I, I think he like. 
he has a macro universe and everything is in, <laughs> oh, is involved in it. It's the Jack Laird verse, much like the Marvel verse, the Marvel universe. What a terrible idea! What a horrible universe! Can you imagine living in the Jack Laird verse? Oh, what a horrible, horrible way to go. Hey, everything would be really short though and stupid. Well, I guess that's life. So I guess we are in the Jack Laird universe. What is sherry? It's like an after dinner wine. You can also cook with it. There's cooking sherry. It's like a it's like a sweet sweet wine basically. I'm not a fan, but Fraser Crane was. Did you ever think Fraser Crane was just like the comedic uh, version of uh, Anthony Hopkins in uh, Hannibal Lecter? He kind of reminded <laughs> sure. me of him. Sure, why not? <laughs> Who's Fraser Crane from? Fraser? From Fraser. Remember uh, Kelsey Grammer, Cheers spinoff? That's his name, was Fraser Crane. But the show is uh, called yeah. Fraser. Norm. Yeah. Norm, yeah, exactly. I don't know Norm he, didn't get his own show. I don't know how you become a, go from a sad alcoholic to a radio DJ in Seattle in a spinoff. Very easily, actually. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Just look at Danny Bonaducci. He did it. I don't want to look at Danny Bonaducci. No, True story. <laughs> no. uh, yeah. Redhead. He he did uh, he boxed in AC. Oh yeah, he did that too. Yeah, he's done. He's had a one life. Day by Ducci has, and nobody likes him. I wish someone would turn him into dog food and send him to Argentina. <laughs> yeah, no, Much he, like this episode. Yeah, he's been a disc jockey in uh, Philly for like ten years now. Yeah, he's in Philly now. I guess, huh? Yeah, yeah. Because he was in he was in Seattle for a while, and then he. I think he just goes from whatever city will have him. Well, I mean. You can't Why get not? in Philly. I mean, <laughs> he should have a series called The Traveling DJ, where it's like the Incredible Hulk show, where he just drifts from town to town. And ready, ready and to it's do, the same, but it's the same radio. music. Yeah. And he cries every time. Yeah. Don't make yeah. me angry. I don't like it when you make me angry. What are you going to do, Budaduchi? Hit me? <laughs> yeah. Every time he drives, you know, uh, down the Schoogle into Philly. Just the Schoogle? The Scoopio. The Scoopio. I'm it's even more lost. <clears throat> wow. I can't I can't spell it. It's uh it's like S K Q U wow. L. It's a river. Uh, oh okay. That uh, feeds into the Delaware. Oh wow, interesting. And, and it's like this big fucking cliff and it's like this two lane highway that takes you out of Philly into um uh, somewhere fucking, else terrible. Yeah, uh, into into Pennsylvania, like the opposite way from Jersey. So like, like whenever we when, whenever we got to drive out to Indianapolis or or like and anywhere west, we have to go over the Delaware and through Philly onto the Schuylkill and all the way to the Northeast Extension, and then take. So this is the only road out of town. There's one. That's it. <laughs> Jesus, just one. Yeah. Like the hey, Simpsons. You are <laughs> fucked if it's rush hour. Yeah, good God. I was going to say. You take a boat. My, my, uh, my father drove it four times a day his, in, uh, in an 18-wheeler. Oh, running meth? Uh, no, the, he cooked it. in. The, oh, he didn't uh, run it. Okay. No, no, no. That that was the biker's job. Oh, okay, okay. See, that's clarification right there. Yeah, he, he sold it to the pagans and the warlock. <laughs> The, the warlocks, the pagans of the warlocks. <laughs> yeah, gangs here. Oh, wow. do you think they they had a situation where they had to go to the guy from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory to get out of town real fast? 
like this episode of uh, Night Gallery? Uh, well, I mean, forty-seven years. Yeah, probably, yeah. Wouldn't doubt it. You yeah. think Breaking Bad took this idea for Robert Forster? What idea? This this episode was like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Graph sounds good. Fuck. I it's mean, a short story. It's really short. It's literally just an idea. It's not yeah, it's anything idea, else. Yeah, anything else. It's just an idea. Oh, what if he? It's a one-page episode. Yeah. Mean, it is, yeah, it is. That's all it is. Yeah. It had everybody's fucking no. lines on it too. Didn't you think uh, Frank? This his dialogue. The the main character's dialogue. The the criminal felt his dialogue felt very fifty nine Twilight Zone. I I yeah. really couldn't. I I couldn't stop thinking about Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Oh. <laughs> is that what it was? Yeah, Grandpa Joe has a side hustle where he turns people into dog food. <laughs> You have a golden ticket. <laughs> I just got out of a bed with five other people. <laughs> what a lazy fuck. That's all right. I always thought Grandpa Charlie was just a fucking lazy bastard. Wouldn't get up to help his family, piece of shit. He walked just fine through an entire chocolate factory. And floated to the surface, or to the top of the yeah. fizzy's lifting station. Yeah, and could burp on command like yeah. a lot without yeah, he, dropping up. He's an asshole. He he was lazy. He's he's a byproduct of laziness. He fucking danced after Charlie said he's going to take him there. I think he's the first millennial. <laughs> like, that's how it is. Lazy and stupid. Like, were they just shitting and pissing in the bed? I yeah. think they were. Yeah, it, it's got to be a weird sexual fetish thing because he liked being in the bed with three other old people. And how did he get that chocolate bar for Charlie that one time? Remember when George, when Grandpa George's like, "Hey, Charlie, come here." I got you something. Well, maybe it's the kicker. And it's not. It's just a chocolate bar. But we saved him more money to get this for you. It's like, you saved five cents to get me a fucking chocolate bar? Well, now, we, now we know how. He has a side hustle turning people into meat and selling to Argentine and dogs. And that explains where he got the chocolate bar. Well, I mean, every once in a while, the only one that worked in the house would drop a dime out of her pocket. And he would, in the middle of the night, go, <laughs> If you go pick it, go buy a pack of cigarettes and a chocolate bar. He's a fucking yeah. rat. Yeah. Dime. He, he had, you know. <laughs> he didn't have a job or anything. Lazy fuck. Well, 15 years of, of sending people to Argentina and uh, <laughs> different places. He, he, he was the cursed generation that fought in both the wars, you know. This I mean? true, yeah. That PTSD was rough. He sent more people to Germany than Nazi, or more people to Argentina than Nazi Germany. Oh, dude is just oh. unloading people down there. Whoa! <laughs> the Nazis weren't in the first one. <laughs> I'm aware. Uh oh! <laughs> you think I wasn't aware it was in World, World War One? Two trivia. <laughs> Where's that? Where's that robot voice? I, I was going to do that when he's talking about the bridge for ten minutes, but ah. <laughs> no, but this episode was very self-explanatory. It's self-explanatory. Well, it's a cut and dry. It's done, and then you're like, okay, that works. Okay, the guy, there's, yeah. a criminal, there's a criminal, he goes to a guy who can help you disappear in, into South America, he pays him 15000 right? $15,000, that's the, that's, the, that's the standard payment for any that's criminal that. looking for a way out, yeah. And grab well, 10% percent of whatever you loot. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. How, well, however much you just burgled, I get 10%. What, did you just lie about how much you burgled? I think he did. Oh. Honestly, I mean, it was one stack out of 50. Yeah. <laughs> You know, he's got a bunch of suitcases full of cash. He's like, "Don't look at those phone books." He, he, he never gives know what him a receipt. <laughs> gives him a receipt for it. I want to take down your money. Also, I need a receipt. I'm really anal about that show sort of stuff. I ah. need a receipt. Yeah, like my, my expenses. 
Am I the only one that, like, whenever I've cash on me, I always make sure the lowest denominations on the outside. They all got to be facing the right way. Yeah, I do that always too. Back, so that I always have like a five or a one wrapped around a bunch of hundreds because that's how I roll, son. I don't well, ever it's have like cash. That, it's like that Seinfeld joke. <laughs> I'm such a liar. The, the Seinfeld joke where he goes, "Nobody carries a wallet. You got to keep it in a roll, big one on top." And he goes, "That's a five. <laughs> five dollar bill on top." Yeah, uh, yeah. This is, I, I I do the front wallet. Ah, there you go. You have cool. to do that in certain cities. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and everything's right there. Because in your city, they'd kill you for that wallet. Fuck yeah, dude. When I went to Vegas, Vegas and it's, front pocket. You, you, it, it, it's really hard to uh, for somebody to steal shit from my balls, you know. Unless they're really going for it. Or, or yeah, or that was the whole plan from the from the get go. It's the get go go for your balls. Yeah, like uh, like a Leo in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> So or, he, or or uh, uh, Shawnee Smith from the stand. Oh yeah, oh, with Nudie, yeah. uh, with Nudie, uh, Nudie Roblo. I wish Nudie Roblo. <laughs> Nudie Roblo, um, yeah. So he says we'll send you down there, and he's he's like, some people prefer to go to Red China. I landed there two years before the ping pong team. Yeah, I didn't get that idea. I didn't get that's well, a Jekyll joke. That's a communist China. I get the China, red part, but com- the the ping pong com- team what? So yeah. does that mean Forrest Gump went to, he was a part of the ping pong? I, I know what ping pong and I know what China is. I'm asking why does that a joke? How does that make sense? Because Jack Laird, microverse. Look, back then in the 70s, I mean, uh, you know, commies and everything else. And, uh, you know, the, the white army versus the red army versus the Japanese army at the same time. Like uh, in uh, in one World War Two battle, uh, the Japs were fighting the Reds and the Whites at the same time, and all of a sudden, the Reds and the Whites start shooting at each other. And Japs were like, yeah, we'll "Just let them kill each other." <laughs> That's and, good, good idea. It doesn't work as a joke, is what I'm saying. Yeah, not well. I mean, uh, he landed there was, two years was, before the ping pong. What the fuck? Who cares? It's there every it four a years. Joke? Uh, I, I it meant he got him there uh, lickety fucking split because like. Uh, like the Americans didn't go to China uh, for like uh, de- uh, decades. So, decades. so only Nixon can go to China. Yeah, he did open up relations with China. Futurama joke. Never mind. Star Trek Six joke. Vulcan proverb. Vulcan proverb. Only Nixon could go to China. That's true. He uh he lists off. He goes, oh, he's talking about fifteen grand. How much it costs to disappear yourself? And he goes, you know, you know what I did to get this money? And he pulls out the paper. Grandpa Joe's like, oh, you I shot did. a bank teller and a bank manager and a six year old boy. You kind of she shot a six year old boy. Yeah. Got in the way of my bullet. We're shooting at each other. Not for nothing, but bullets are really quick. So well, he like, said he had a forty four Magnum though, right? Forty five. Forty five. Okay. okay. You know, stop yeah, an okay. elephant. Fucking That's what he said. Uh, 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 Harry. Um, uh, Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry. Dirty <clears throat> yeah, there you go. I thought you had a three fifty seven Magnum. Dirty Harry's a forty five. Was it a forty five? Okay, that was a three. I thought you said three fifty seven Magnum in the movie. Yeah, Phoenix, back me up here. I mean, it's. I mean, it's your boy. My I don't boy. remember. Don't call him. My That's boy. why I'm asking. I thought I, I always thought it was a three fifty seven Magnum. No, it yeah, probably was a forty five. No, it was a forty four. Dirty Harry had a forty four. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I know. Blow Jack. your head. Clean off. <laughs> yeah, I know dick and shit about guns. I really do. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. 
I even have one. I don't know fucking dick. I mean, All you need shot. to know is he has Magnum Force. Because one of the movies is I called Magnum Force. Yeah. And then he has a Deadpool with Jim Carrey in it. Oh, God. Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> I have a shotgun. I have no shells for it. I just have that. You know, All sound. you need is that sound in the middle of the night. If someone's breaking in. That. Thank you, Phoenix. I don't want to kill you for my TV, but if you got the balls to keep on coming, if you hear that, then I don't want to fuck with you. If you, if you hear click, if you hear his click, click, and still's like, I'm still coming up. You're like, I'll help you load it. Yes, yeah, fine. Like, you want my wallet too? You're probably on meth, and you won't feel it. But even if I did, you gotta do so, the buckshot. Hit him with the butt end of it. That's all you got. That's right. You gotta do the, the buckshot, dead shot, buckshot, dead shot. Yeah, like, I mean, I would draft, a, I, I would dodge a draft so fucking quick. Like, if I even got word that there was a draft that was going to happen, and I oh, yeah. actually, and I, well, I, I, what I heard I about that, uh, fit to even be accepted, I'm well, going to, uh, I guess what I heard about the draft, this is a story from Tom Savini, the makeup guy. He said, if you got drafted, you're going to the front lines. But if you, if you volunteered, you didn't go to the front lines. You went, and served a term for a year, a contract, and that's what he did. He volunteered, and he got out of he got out of the front lines. Well, you go to the Air Force, like the Navy. I think is the easy. No, like, he said uh, anything. He he could pick his place. He could, if you volunteered, you can pick wherever you want to go. I think if you got drafted, you were going right to Paris Island. <laughs> no, no, you get drafted. You're going. Yeah, you're going to fucking Daddy Mal time. It's done. Like you're going to the front lines, and you got a gun. Oh, no, no. You're ready well, to go. Well, Paris Island is where the Marine boot camp is. Yeah, well, I mean, that's where they trained, and that's where they sent them off. Well, yeah, they boot camp. Yeah, yeah well, that's what I mean, yeah. yeah it's <clears throat> I'm not saying they didn't go to boot camp. They, they were straight to Vietnam as soon as they got drafted. They put yeah, them in no. a bus and sent them to Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't drop them in the jungle without... Here's a gun. Go out there in the jungle. Shut the fuck up. That's the Soviet Union. Yeah, that's what they did. Here's, here's, a, here's a gun and three bullets for, for seven of you. Go, good luck. You only get one. Have well, fun. I mean, they they really didn't see it coming. I mean, Stalin no. had, Stalin was an ostrich with his head in the fucking dirt. <laughs> so he offers them some sherry, and then he makes fun of his drink. He says that's and for the old biddies. Sherry is poison. It's clearly po- when I saw this. Who didn't see that coming? My first yeah, note know, was I he's going to kill him and steal the money, which is exactly what he does. But he offers them sherry, and then the guy drinks, and but he says the classic Jack Lair, Jack Lair line couldn't hurt, and then the. Grandpa Joe just goes. Uh, well, I, I think the title the title gives the the joke away. Yeah, dead weight, and I was like, oh, he's gonna die and ship him off as as like a as a steerage as like a an art piece, but it ended up being just dog food, which is even better. It's a How funnier did you joke. Find him up so fast. He's good at what he does. It could have been way later. It seemed like it was five minutes past. Like it doesn't take long to grind up a body. Yeah, if he had an industrial grinder that he does this all day. Go on, Dick. <laughs> if you have a machine, I mean, if I mean, got like I, got, a, a, I got five heads in the fridge behind me. <laughs> that part's easy. The tough part's the torso. That's that's a bitch. I know. Tell me about it. I just I just cut holes in her brain and pour acid in her to make it my slaves. I just watched the Tales from the Crypt episode where uh, Kieran Hines has heads in his freezer. I, I don't think I saw that one. Eddie Izzard's in it. It's pretty good. Oh, that's a season eight episode. That's a, the British episodes. Wait, what's his last season name? Eight? No, season uh, seven. Did you just season seven? Yeah. Whatever. Did you say Eddie Izzard? Yeah. Yeah, Eddie Izzard. It's Izzard. 
Izzard, Izzard, it's whatever. You ever hear him so say his own name? He's a, he's a woman now, you know. Yeah. He's been a woman for 20 years. What are you talking about? No, he's well, he dressed as he was a transvestite for years. Now he's a transsexual. But, but he was straight the whole time. I get well, that doesn't mean anything. It means he just, he, I guess he's a lesbian then. He is now. He is now, I guess. I, I don't know. I can't keep up with that shit anymore. Well, he was a straight cross dresser. When I talked yeah, about him on I the show, I just, I just went, I know him as Eddie. I'm not going to acknowledge any of that because in this episode, he's Eddie. Yeah. That's out of my hand. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, but he said, hey. As, as long as he's happy, I don't care. I, mean, I don't care. I was, in, I was in that movie, uh, 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 Mystery Men. You see that? Now he's got two holes to get fucked, I guess. I don't know. That's not how I already have two holes as a man. It's true. Right here. Do do we need the list? Fair enough. Three (laughs) holes. Okay. (laughs) Wow. All right. Do you not have an asshole? No. It's a bag. That was the first thing I thought. And then I (laughs) was, yeah, I didn't think of the mouth, but all right. No, I was talking about one of the eyes. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, maybe hardcore here. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's some girl on YouTube. She's got like oh, a no. col- she's a collector, like a toy collector. I've stumbled upon this in the deep rabbit hole of, to- of looking at toy videos. Uh, she's got a she's got an eye patch on, but she wears like low cut stuff because she got titties, and she always shows off her titties. I was like, who is this person? She's got one eye and two tits. Go figure. I know that's fucking nuts. I mean, she probably, she probably started Eddie out Azard. with two. Ready, ready. Eddie Azard. Oh, oh there you go. Well, the computer's right. Yeah. Well, I've been living a lie. Yeah. Bow I, down to it, the computer. It, for us in America, it's we like to say Izzard, but that's not how they, that's not how he says it. So it's weird. I remember. Tell yeah, me, tell I, me I why. remember his uh, his, uh, his comedy special on HBO back in the day. It was good. Yeah, I. He's funny. I watch, I love uh, Dress to Kill, and it wasn't until a friend pointed out he's wearing women's clothes. I was like, "Oh yeah, I've seen that thing fifteen times at that point." I'm like, "Oh yeah, he is." Do you yeah. have a flag? I didn't even think about it. <laughs> yes. Well yeah. then, like Sorry. I was, I mean, we were what Phoenix? We were like what ten? I was thirteen right? when that yeah. came out. Ninety-seven. Ninety. Yeah. Well, have, you ever, have you ever seen that movie where Gene Simmons was a transvestite monster villain with um, yeah. that movie with uh, uh, what's his name Uncle Uncle Jesse? Yeah, with John Stamos. John Stamos. The movie was uh, what's it called? Too Young I to Die. Yes, I think you're right. Yeah, it was. It also had bad, divine nudity. Bad movie. What was it called? Too Young to Die. Never heard of it. It's like John Stamos is a secret agent and he's going after Gene Simmons who's playing the transvestite murdering and, and, psychopath. And George Lazenby literally oh, plays his dad. <laughs> Pretty much. So in the movie you want- George Lazenby is his dad. So James Bond is yeah. his dad. He's literally playing James Bond Jr. Just won't, They won't say it. Oh Gene Simmons, hello, how are you? Did you buy my comic? Yeah. They found the Bond who was the most desperate for work and would say yes. I only did one. I'll do it. Did he uh, talk uh, did, he, did he talk about did he, did he talk about himself in the third person in that too? I don't think so. I'm sure it was hard for him. Yeah, he struggled. He's George, like, Laz- George Lazenby also featured in the Emmanuel series. Nobody loves Gene Simmons more than Gene Simmons. No, that's true. That man is in love with himself. I, I don't get I love, his music. It's terrible. I love myself. I, hate, I fucking cannot stand 
uh, that band. Oh. Kiss. Yeah. Just. <clears throat> so just texted me. The only plot points are turns him into dog food, and his no. his sign says Bolivance Mystery Mixture. Mixture. Sign says, stay away, fools, because love rules. Give at the love shack. Give your dog a treat. It's out of this world. Yeah. So I think he's just grinding up the bones and everything and just giving yeah. it to Argentinian dogs. Yeah, why not? Smart. A I beef, do it. A beef at D2 is a plane. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty much the episode. There's not much more to talk about, honestly. I mean, it just, you know. Not much to it. This episode is pretty. That's it's, it. it. Yeah, we have literally talked about every line said. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. I it, I have the beginning of Rod. If you would like to hear that. Oh yeah. Yeah, let's do that. That's something. I don't remember what he said. That's something. Rod literally goes, "Watch this shit." Anytime now, Frank. Plugged it into three instead of four instead of three, sorry. Problem, how to flee the coop. How to make tracks away from the police and unhappy peers. Ship out to safer climbs. The story of a chap who, if he'd had it to do over again, would have remained where he was. He finds out that he is precisely what is the title of the picture. Dead weight. They don't let you have any mystery in this episode. Not really. He, he might as well said he's gonna be turning the dog food off with the E. Go watch. Go watch it. Yeah. yeah. And like the painting was him, and then slash dog food can. Was it? No. It <laughs> oh, been... I was like, it, I mean, <clears throat> I would have bought that if you said yes. Like, it could have yeah. been. I mean, did you, does anybody ever look at the painting ever? Well, it's like a, literally a painting. Oh, of the I character. do. I like the painting. Only if it's really cool. But sometimes. He's on screen for 12 seconds, so you don't see it. But I pictured the painting being the picture of the man and a dog food and just an arrow going into the dog food can. Like, that would yeah. have been... I should re-edit these and put in really stupid paintings in the background. Or, like, him in a can going... <laughs> and then Grandpa Joe putting the lid on. <laughs> it would have been, like, a propaganda poster where he's putting them in there. It'd be the teacher in, in the wall. Kids in the grinder. Gotcha. Pink Floyd reference. Yeah. My hands sweat no. just like two balloons. <laughs> All right, guys. What are we giving it, it for fell. a score? Um, I gave it a six because it's fine. I give it a seven. I think it was. It deserves more than a six, just because this is the best Jack Laird episode ever so far. It was. The acting was. Really good. I'll give it that. Yeah, yeah, this one. I mean, I'll forget about. Th- I already forgot about this episode. But I agreed mean, when I did watch it. It I, it didn't anger me. Yeah, no, but you still give it like, two. Yeah, I gave it a four. But uh, <laughs> you said two. <laughs> it's a night calorie episode. I mean, your score has doubled. <laughs> I, well, yeah, they've been. Yeah, this is the best night gallery episode so far. Wow. <laughs> That's saying something right there. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. His other two shorts that we watched were god-awful. They even got worse because the first one at least was like, oh, they're doing something. The second one, the blood one, the blood bank, it was like, what? Yeah. I, 
like he's a vampire that literally poofs into a bat on a string. Yeah. And then if you're on a list and you already gave blood, you don't have to give it to the vampire. I... It's like, well, why did you leave the blood bank to begin with? There's blood there. It's a bank. I don't think he was at the blood bank. I think the blood bank is the person. If I was a vampire, I would just go to the blood bank. I wouldn't bother. They do have a Tales from the Crypt episode about that. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of blood. So. Ready available. <laughs> yeah, not a bad idea. Maybe you have to drink it fresh. I don't know. Like in, uh, remember, uh, uh. Like my kid? Interview with the vampire, you have to eat it fresh. If they're dead. Jackson, poison. if it's if it's any older than two hours, he ain't having it. I have so much frozen breast milk in this house; it's insane. Do you oh, put it? Do you put it on I, your uh, your dude, shredded wheats? Is that what Dick was drinking before the show? <laughs> <laughs> he was drinking milk. I literally had to buy another freezer. He she sends it to me in the mail via uh, overnight delivery. <laughs> I've heard that uh, you know they're you know they're they're like women on craigslist and shit that will like pay a thousand bucks a week for that shit i she was telling me about that last night she didn't say the price but i can't drink breast milk i couldn't drink my mother's so i had to be formula baby it's that's why i'm so big it's just uh no really yeah i couldn't drink my mother's milk they had to give me formula which has a bunch of fucking additives and preservatives and fucking steroids in it can you listen to the Red Hot Chili Peppers first album? No, I hate it. Okay. It's called Mother's That's Milk. That's why, because I drink I didn't drink my mother's milk. Yeah, makes sense. I can't listen to Red Hot Chili Peppers. My ears bleed. Yeah. Oh wait, that's because they suck. Yeah. Well, let's get out of here. <laughs> okay. We are just talking about whatever. LAWstudios.com for me. Uh Frank. Yep. Okay. <laughs> uh Dick, anything? that's <laughs> nah, fine alright remember clockwise uh, until next time in the meantime I'm Phoenix West I'm Frank Link dick dick fuck you Frank <laughs> there there you go well if you're fucking late you're fucking late you sit down there on the bottom <laughs> shelf you douche you stay in your corner alright so long citizens All right.